Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now this morning, I've, I've entitled my message. Are you ready for it? I've entitled my message, Revival and the Saints. Glory, glory, glory. Now, if you didn't rejoice, I want you, I'm going to give you another opportunity. I said I've entitled the message this morning, Revival and the Saints. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Haggai, Haggai chapter 2 and verse 6. The book of Haggai chapter 2 and verse 6. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more it is a little while I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land, and I will shake all all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with my glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace says the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Right now, as, as we are stepping into, I don't know if you realize it, but we, we are in a new decade. Hallelujah. We've stepped into the 20s. And many prophets have prophesied, I don't know if you, if you remember, since the 80s, since the 1990s and the 2000s, they've been prophesying and looking forward and most prophets agree that Jesus' return is in the 20s, 20, 2026, 20, 2028. Uh, how many of you know Bill Hammond? Hello? I can see this church needs to go brush up on your church history. Amen. And like the great prophets are all speaking about that. Pastor Fred was often talking about that, that Jesus will return before 2030. Hallelujah. And how can we see it? We can see the hand of God on the church. We can see the conviction of God. We can see the world in perplexity. They don't know where to turn. They don't know who to turn to. But thank God we know who to turn to. We stand in Jesus. Somebody say amen. I was reminded very strongly last week as I was praying and looking to the Lord for the church and what He is doing in the house what he wants to do with the church. I was reminded that when Pastor Fred sent uh, myself and Pat out here, I don't know if you know this, but we've been serving Pastor Fred for almost 30 years at, at the Jesus Dome, serving and uh, pastoring what's, what's known as the South District. And he said, Johnny, it's time. And he's, what he said to me is he had a dream of a revival. Somebody said revival in the South District. 
He had a he had a vision, he had a dream of revival, and I thought it's a tent crusade for revival, so I looked for a tent, I looked for a place to put a tent, and he said, Johnny, you got me wrong. It's not a tent for revival, it's a church for revival. Why? That is significant because it's a church that's going to usher in and maintain the revival. Hallelujah. This revival is going to be sustained. Somebody say sustained revival. Hallelujah. The church is established to sustain the move of God. Come on, we're not going to have a move of God. Then we talk again one day about remember Azusa Street, how they had a move of God in, you know, in the year 1976, they had a move of God. Oh, remember those days. No, we're going to be in the days. Hallelujah. Somebody say the days are upon us. God, this is a very significant generation. Hallelujah. The one that God has prepared. If you, if you remember what I've been saying, I think it's since 2006. God showed me. Uh, in the new year of 2006, that the end time move of God is going to be a culmination of every previous revival that's ever come to the church in restoration. Every previous gift, the, 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 uh, the restoration of the pastor, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, uh, the, the apostle, the teacher, all of them restored and the end time move is going to see the fullness of God. Hallelujah. And we launched out, we're preparing ourselves for what God is going to do mightily. Somebody say, I'm going to be a part of that move. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be a part of that move. I'm going to see it. And listen, we are looking forward to a great revival. We're not just going to have church. We're going to win the lost. Somebody say revival. Hallelujah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of dead religion around. I don't know if you sometimes you meet those people and they think they're okay, but they've lost the passion. They've lost the spark. They become religious. They become traditional. And they, they're no longer hot for God. But we're going to have a revival. I want you to say revival like you have a revival in your heart. Come on, say it again. Revival. revival. Hallelujah. Thank God we're not dead. We're alive in Christ Jesus. But we're going to see a mighty move of the Spirit. Come on, I'm believing God that the whole South District's going to be saved. We're going to move the South District in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not going to be business as usual. Somebody say amen. So I want to speak to you this morning about four marks of a revival. Four distinctive marks on a revival. And it's basically found in that verse that we just read. The first mark of a, of a revival is this. An awareness of the times. Hallelujah. And a hunger for God in His church. The Bible says they shall come to the desire of the nations. Right now, there's an awareness. I don't know if you sense that. Every time you pray, every time you, you, you 
in the presence of God, there's awareness that something is shifting, that God is busy preparing, hallelujah, that this is a very unique time. There's an awareness of a glorious breaking of the Holy Ghost. And come on, if you've been aware, you've been sensing this whole year has been like that. Amen. An awareness that the Spirit of God is breaking. And the sign is that the saints become aware of the signs of the time. Remember Jesus said, uh, said to those uh, religious people, He says, how is it? That you cannot discern the signs of the time. You see the sun come up in the morning. And you see when it's red. And you said today it's going to rain. He said how is it that you do not discern the times. The signs of the time. This is a, there's been a shift dearly beloved. In the, in the heavenlies. And a restoration. And God's already pouring the authority out on the church. I must say I'm very proud of this church. Hallelujah. We're not cowering and running away. And listen, we are pressing forward. We are standing in the power of the blood of Jesus. We are standing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're declaring a live faith. I've got an alive faith. I don't know about you. And there's a great awakening and a preparation by the church. And that is why it's so important we establish the vision. The vision is not only to win the loss. The vision is to disciple all nations. Somebody say amen. So right now, it is so important that you and I have a spirit of faith. Somebody say the spirit of faith. The Bible says put on the shield of faith. When you've got a shield about you, you're not scared about what's coming at you. You've got a shield. Hallelujah. And right now... I want this church, I want every one of you to hear me. Don't get caught up in the fear-mongering that's going on. Don't get caught up in that thing. Just to give you you a statistic I saw the other day. You know, uh, 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 what country? Italy. 246 people died from corona. But in the same time, 46 million babies were aborted. Where's more dangerous? Hello? Hello? Amen? People are dying everywhere. But that's not for us. We, we, we cannot be held back. Oh, don't, don't you know the economy and this and this? Who cares about that? We're in the kingdom. Amen. We got a different purpose. Come on, say with me, we got a different purpose. We're about the king's business. The Bible, the Bible says in, in Psalm 91, he's, he's delivered us from the noisome pestilence. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm delivered. Hallelujah. He says, I will not be afraid of the destruction that wastes at noonday. Or the pestilence. I will not be afraid. Hallelujah. I'm going to press into what God has for me. I declare to you today, a thousand will fall on your left and ten thousand on your right. I declare the blood of Jesus speaks for the church. I declare in the name of Jesus, not one saint will die of pestilence. Hey, come on. Not one saint. There's a bloodline. There's a savior. There's a redeemer. There's a conqueror who has conquered all our enemies. 
We, we were just praying here on Wednesday morning. We were praying, uh, you know, and looking to God. And uh, Sister Maureen, she was there and we were saying, uh, you know, about the protection of God. She's saying, you know, we need people like, we need more John G. Lakes. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, that's kind of, and then the Holy Ghost said, we don't need more John G. Lakes. You know John G. Lakers. I mean, in the time of the plague, the outbreak, that he had them put the stuff in his hand, and as it hit his hand, all those viruses died under a microscope. And the Lord said to me, don't need John G. Lakes. You need the same spirit that was in John G. Lake. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that quickens our mortal bodies. I want you to know, you got the same spirit. You got the same anointing. You got the same power in you. Oh, my God, I feel the anointing in this place this morning. Hallelujah. So remember, you know, when you, when you look, remember the times that we live in. Uh, you know, the end time prophecies always speak about two things. They always include an end time prophecy. Number one, troubles for the world. Always speaks of that. The end time. Earthquakes. Wars, rumors of wars, pestilence, men's hearts failing them for fear. But I don't have a spirit of fear. Amen. And at the same time, it speaks about something different. Blessing and protection for the saints. Hallelujah. Those two go hand in hand. The Bible says wickedness will increase, but righteousness will increase at the same time. I don't know about you, uh, I, I heard the other day, I was shocked when I heard it. Uh, people that were standing in front of an abortion clinic praying, saints got together praying, you know, in front of the abortion clinic, believing God for the murder of the innocents to stop. And as they did, a person walked, came past, started shouting at them, said, Hail Satan. It's becoming very clear what we're up against. Hello? Somebody says it's becoming very clear. Amen. Listen, in a way it's better. The clearer it is, the more you know what you're dealing with. Amen. It's the worst thing to fight against something you can't see. Amen. Listen, it's becoming very clear. The Bible says wickedness will increase, but righteousness will increase. Darkness will increase, but light will increase. Hallelujah. The separation is becoming very clear. Between the church of the living God and the wickedness. And I don't know about you. In the end, the church prevails. Jesus coming back for a glorious, victorious, powerful, overcoming, advancing, devil chasing, kicking the gates of hell down. Church, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. The same time as all these things are going on, blessing, protection, a shield of God around us. Listen, what happened to Egypt when the plagues came, when the plague of darkness came? Egypt was in darkness. There was light in Israel. Hallelujah. The firstborn of Egypt died. The firstborn of Israel was protected. God will never judge the wicked with the righteous. Hallelujah. In fact, the Bible says we've already passed from judgment to life. The blessing is mine. The presence of God is mine. Somebody say hallelujah. So thank God 
for, for the might of God. But you know what? Something that I noticed when God started speaking to me about revival, the first thing that came to my mind, a common denominator in all revival is the church turning to God with prayer. Starting to seek God. Starting to say, I'm, I'm dissatisfied. In the name of Jesus, I pray you all get so dissatisfied. Hallelujah. Dissatisfied. So, you know, many Christians are snug. Like a bug in a rug. Okay. Listen, we're not okay with the way things are. We've only got so long to live. And in Jesus' name, I'm going to be part of the generation that's going to see the revival, the move of God. Hello? In my lifetime. I love what Pastor Fred used to say. If it's going to be, it's up to me. I'm going to see a move of God. I'm going to see the power of God. Hallelujah. Revival, saints, starts in the hearts. There's a difference between a revival and outpouring. Revivals lead to outpouring. Revival comes from within, and outpouring comes from above. Hallelujah. And in Jesus' name, I see a glorious outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, I get excited when I think about that. Thank God for revival. And so, you know, there's, there's three, and I, I want to start making you aware of that. There's three times of corporate prayer in this church. As we started. So on Wednesday mornings from 6 to 7, right here. Friday mornings, 6 to 7. Saturday mornings, 6 to 7. Our focus is on different things for, for that. But I, I want you to mark this. Firstly, as I said, the first sign of revival is an awareness of the times. Hallelujah. And the hunger for God. The second mark of revival is kingdom finances released. If you look there, right there where he's talking about the end time revival, verse 8, God puts it right there in the middle of it. The gold is mine. The silver is mine, says the Lord of hosts. He says there's going to be a revival. There's going to be a move. And the gold and the silver is mine. In other words, there's going to be a revival. There's going to be a move. And the sufficiency, the provision of the, of the revival is going to be in the church. Thank you for your enthusiasm. As I was praying, I saw saints thrust. This is what I saw as I was praying. I saw saints thrust into places of authority, places of favor, divinely positioned into opportunities. I saw people sitting in their workplaces working and while they're minding their own business working, an opportunity coming in front of them and they're realizing this is God opening a door for me and starting businesses. Hallelujah. I see an exodus of saints out of the businesses, out of the, the companies of this world into businesses and the power of God to create wealth released in the hands of the saints. Lift your hands, say, these hands are anointed to create wealth. Hallelujah. Why? Because it's going to take finance to sustain the move of God. And not only sustain, but increase the move of God. Hallelujah. Business opportunities. Creating kingdom finances. That's what I'm created for. 
to bring in kingdom finances. No shortage. Listen, the church will have no lack in the revival. There's an abundance. I see abundance. I see an overflow. I see more than enough. There's such an abundance that the church can hire the, the stadiums. Hallelujah. Don't have to think twice. Just hire the stadiums. Get whatever buildings we need because there's such a revival. Listen, when the revival hits and each one wins one, every, every week the church will double. Somebody say amen. Well, some of you look at me and say, can these things be? Yes! Hallelujah. Because if you think about it, the Bible says the end times will be so perilous that if, if God doesn't shorten the time, nobody will survive. So God will shorten the time, but He will still fulfill the agenda. That means quicker answers to prayer. Hallelujah. God's in a hurry. I said, God's in a hurry. I said, God's in a hurry. And we, the church, are getting ready. Somebody say hallelujah. I declare today the church is stepping into a dimension of sustained supernatural provisions. Hallelujah. And some of you sitting here say, Pastor Johnny, we've heard about this for a long time. It's time. As I was praying, God started saying to me, Johnny, everything that, that can be shaken will be shaken. And what's happening right now? You know what you're seeing around you? A shaking. Come on now. What are you seeing? You're seeing a shaking. You're seeing, you know, uh, whole businesses just closed down. Things, things just shaken. A shaking happening. What's happening? God's busy upsetting the order of things so that he can insert kingdom financiers. Hallelujah. As I was praying, God started showing me that right now is a time where things are being shaken. Supply chains are being shaken. Things that people, you know, the order of things has been set for a long time. The enemy had it all buttoned down. This is the way the financial system works. And those things being shaken right now. Supply lines are being stopped. You people could import from here. I mean, there's, there's things. Did you see the Australians are running for toilet paper? Huh? Did you see that? I said, what's with the toilet paper? I mean, they're running into the store and they're fighting for toilet paper. What's happening? Supply lines are being disrupted. They think there might not be toilet paper tomorrow. Hallelujah. Right now, you go to, to Discom or whatever, try and buy yourself hand sanitizer. They say, well, the normal supply lines are, are not there. They can't get them in on the ships and, you know, places. Why? I want you to know there's a shaking going on. There's, there's a disturbing of the way the world system works. Why? Because God's getting ready to insert believers into the supply chains. Yay, glory to God. And I, I started seeing that. Prophesying that, speaking about that, and uh, Wednesday night, was it Wednesday night, Priya, we got together, you and me and Kevin, we were talking, 
And I started talking to you about that. How get ready for supernatural business opportunities to present themselves to you on a platter. Hallelujah. You know what my prayer is for this church? That your eyes will see and you will recognize. And I declare boldness on you to step into those things. We started speaking about that. And just shortly after that, a person came. I didn't, I'm not going to say his name because I didn't ask him permission. A person came to me and said, no, Pastor Johnny, you know what happened today? He's, he's, he's in, a, he's in a, a business, just a normal employee in a company. He said, you know what happened today? I found a supplier for masks. Because right now the world's full of fear. They all want masks, you know. Hallelujah. He said, I found a supplier for masks. He says, and somebody from China contacted me and they want a million masks. Outside of normal supply chains. Listen, if, there's, if it's outside of more normal supply chains, I see, I see shipping company magnets just rising up in this congregation. Come on. Haven't we been speaking about the fact that we're talking about the harbor trade? Come on. Somebody say God's been speaking. Come on. Can you acknowledge that God's been speaking about the trade of the harbor opening for this church? Hallelujah. And we've been talking about a hundred millionaires. He said to me, if I only make one random mask, it's a million. Hallelujah. So get ready. God's opening doors. God's opening opportunities. He's going to be inserting believers into places of divine provision. Hallelujah. Oh, man, I release that anointing on this church. I activate you in, that, in the mighty name of Jesus. I, come on, just, just receive that. Appropriate that for yourself. He will qualify. He will make a way for you. I bless you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord, for that word that comes to pass in this church. Hallelujah. We, we were here on Sunday night. How many of you were in the Sunday night service? Sunday night we're here and we call for testimonies. This young lady comes up. Her name is Janelle. She comes up, you know, and she's got a paper with her. She says, this is my testimony. And I said, so what is it? Because I don't have time to read her paper. She says, no, you must read my paper. I said, no, you must tell me. She said, no, I can't. You must read it. And I'm reading this paper. And at, look, at the top there, it shows... You, you know what's happened? Uh, she's, she's got a flat. The municipality has just upgraded that whole block of flats, upgraded her flat. And they said to her, we're going to give you your flat. They calculated all her rent that she's been paying over the years and said that goes towards your purchase price. I said, so you give us, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to remember the figures. 26,980 rand and 76 cents. Tell your neighbor, don't forget the 76 cents. Amen. And it says there, so what you need to pay us is this. And directly under that, we're writing off 29,680 rand and 76 cents. Due by you, zero. Oh, my God. I saw that and I said, Lord, 
It's a time of supernatural debt cancellation. It's a time of the church stepping into a divine provision. Come on, the end time move. God says the silver is mine. The gold is mine. I will dispossess the wicked and I will equip the righteous. Hallelujah. Thank you for open doors, open opportunities. I see some of you. You know, God's going to just do something incredible. What, what happens in this dimension? There's, there's a difference between, you know, incremental growth, steps, and dimension shifts. Hallelujah. As you, as you grow, you know, and, and the best example, I was thinking, how's, how's the best example between incremental growth and dimension shift? What I see is a dimension shift in the kingdom. Hallelujah. And the Lord showed me incremental steps is like the, the stairs in a building. Step, 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 step. That's incremental. That's the way you normally go. But dimensions is floor by floor. Oh, my God. Not step. It's just dimension. Come on, somebody lift your hands and say, I'm stepping into a new dimension. I'm stepping into the dimension of the kingdom of God, hallelujah, of kingdom financiers, of the blessing, of the revival of God. I open and I thank you, Father, for a shift of dimension in the house of God today in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. Strengthen each one to by faith grab a hold of that which you are revealing, that which you are doing in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third mark of revival is shaking of everything that can be shaken. Somebody says shaking. This is, this is part of what I'm talking about. A shaking of the things, the way things have been set. God is upsetting everything the devil's been structuring against the church. He's shaking it and he's inserting the church. Hallelujah. He says there, once more, verse 8, it is the little while, I will shake the heaven and the earth, and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations. Right now, if you look around you, there's a shaking going on. Governments are being shaken. Hello? Nations are being shaken. Systems are being shaken. Churches are being shaken. I prophesy God's going to shake believers right out of the seeker-sensitive religious churches. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Financial systems shaken. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. In other words, what I saw as I was praying is that the wicked's control over the systems of this world is going to be broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I declare a new order release. The church stepping into the dimension of the kingdom. We are kingdom financiers. We are in a kingdom system. Hallelujah. That's why we can't let our kids be part of that. Part of the world. They ours. I once, you know, I once thought, what will I do if my my uh, child comes home and he's on drugs? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put burglar bars on the inside of the room, 
I will put him in and lock the door. Cold turkey for you, but. Amen. I'll put him on a diet of pizzas. Just that flat, just to go under the door. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He'll learn to love pizza. <laughs> Amen. He won't come out until I've got charge of that spirit. Come on, why must you let your kids run around in the world? We're not of this world. Amen. Watch your friends. Protect your children. Everybody say with me, protect your children. Amen. Now, I'm not doing that to put fear. We, we don't have fear. But listen, we must be in charge. Somebody say, I'm in charge. Hallelujah. When, when God's this dimension of supernatural provision, God causes everything to work together for the good of your business, for the good of your provision. And I started seeing God, listen, when all nature works together for you, all creation works together, where the ravens bring you bread. They don't eat it themselves. Hello? Where you got need and uh, the fish go eat gold before they come to you. Have you ever seen a fish eat gold? But yet, in that dimension, I, I prophesy today you're going to see all things work together for good. Hallelujah. You're going to see the blessing of God. Amen. There's, there's a shift. We, the, the oil doesn't run out. Hallelujah. Praise God. Your cupboards don't run empty. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're not bound by the systems of this world. I'm ready for a move of God. I'm ready for a revival. Hallelujah. I see an end time church with their hearts set on the kingdom. Their minds set on things above, not on things beneath. Fulfilling the purposes of God. Hallelujah. And the more we do that, the more people are going to come into the kingdom. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's, let's just move on. The fourth mark. Are you ready for the fourth mark of a revival? The fourth mark is glory in the church. Hallelujah. Glory in the church. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. He says, the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the glory of the former. In other words, the glory of God, the presence of God, like it's never been in the history of the church. In the church. Hallelujah. Multitudes. Listen multitudes coming to salvation. I'm ready for multitudes. I'm ready for them coming. Jesus said, lift up your eyes and look. See the harvest. End time saints moving in the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Believers, God just said to them, go, go to the hospital and walk in on one of the floors and clears it out from front to back. Hey, glory to God. Getting people saved and healed. Boldness. Somebody say boldness. Hallelujah. We're not going to let our light be hidden. 
We're going to shine boldly. The fear of the world broken from us. Because we know we got something better. Somebody say, I got something better. Hallelujah. It's the greatest time on the church. When, when the, this revival hits, we're going to see multitudes. Jesus said, lift up your eyes and see the field. What is the greatest vision a church can have? A vision for the lost. Hallelujah. The greatest vision. Come on, somebody say, Lord, give me the great vision. Prophet Joel says, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. I want this church to remember one thing. Why, why are we doing Easter Wonderland? Why are we doing? Because God's agenda is souls. Amen. Soul's not one of the things. I don't want you to see it as a side issue. Oh, they having Easter Wonderland. I hope they do fine. No, you doing Easter Wonderland. Wow, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? You know what? Because have you ever tried to go into the mall and go and try hand out pamphlets? How quickly do you get stopped? We used to be able to go down to the beachfront. You know, just do pamphlets. Now you have to have permissions and you have to have this. And you're not allowed to hand out pamphlets. And you have to have a permit for this and a permit for that. You know what? Rather, you know what permit we're going to have? We're going to permit the sinners to come. I said that's a Holy Ghost permit. We're going to advertise Easter Wonderland, hand, hand out permits. Amen. And when they get here, we are going to be amongst them. Hallelujah. Come on. You know, as I'm praying, I'm seeing God leading you one-on-one, -on -one, leading each one of you to somebody that you're going to testify to, somebody that you're going to pray for, somebody that is just, come on, somebody lift your hand and say, yes, Lord, I'm ready for revival. Come on now. Every one of us, when we do this Easter Wonderland, it's so that we can reach that soul. Amen. Come on, I'm calling all hands on deck. Hallelujah. Soul winning is not one of the things. Soul winning is the agenda. Hallelujah. And that's why, thank God, we got a, we got a whole vision. Our vision is to reap, to reach, establish, activate, and plant. Hallelujah. Every believer. That's why we have walk in his footsteps. That's why we have encounters. That's why we have school of the spirit every Wednesday night. That's why we're introducing something. You're going to hear about it in two weeks' time. We're launching it. We are launching Connect. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you hear about Connect, you're going to be very connected. Amen. You're going to get plugged in. Amen. So we're launching Connect. We've been preparing. We've been conniving behind your backs. Getting together. Plotting, planning. Amen. Getting Connect ready. And the connectors that are here, just lift your hands and thank God. Hallelujah. Come on, all my Connect team. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see those hands? They've been plotting and planning, conniving behind your back. Amen. You say, what is it? It's the end time strategy to maintain the harvest. Hallelujah. And to build the church. 
because we need a different, we need a structure that can sustain a harvest. Amen. You know, I was saying to our leaders one day, I said, listen, if you, if you got a canoe and you're believing God for a crowd of an ocean liner, they're all going to fall off your canoe. You have to build an ocean liner structure. Amen. So God's busy changing, preparing us for the end time move. Somebody say hallelujah. Thank God. Saints, it's about winning souls. It's about being witnesses. There's nothing more fulfilling than reaching somebody and bringing them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. People perish for lack of knowledge, but for lack of vision. But we have vision. Somebody say, I've got a vision. Our focus is the harvest. Jesus sent his disciples to do what? To preach the gospel. Amen. He came to seek and save the lost. He shed his blood to wash sins away. Amen. You know, as I, as I was preparing this, God reminded me that even the end of days are all numbered. Listen to this. You say, when is the end? God tells us when the end is. You know how God calculates the end? When he will come? Is it by a date? And that's why everybody who sets dates, geez, 88 reason why Jesus coming in 88. And then 88 comes. And all we did in 88 is we ate. <laughs> Amen. And I said, okay, now, no, there's 89 reasons why Jesus is going to come. How many of you read those books? And they were, oh, Jesus is coming. And they date set. But you know what? God didn't, God didn't time the end of the world according to a date or according to a calendar. You know how God timed the end of the world? By the amount of souls that are saved. That's how he timed it. Read with me. So next time a preacher comes on TV and he's got all his books and his charts laid out in 1988, and if you count 40 generations from there and all this, you know they're talking nonsense. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. How many of you have heard that they all want to work it out? Do you know why, why they're wrong? Because they're working out by the wrong method. The Bible says there in the book of Revelation 6, 11, Then a white robe was given to each of them and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who were killed as they were, as they were, were completed. Hallelujah. Until all who need to be saved are saved. God's calendar is according to the number. Jesus even spoke of that. He said in Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. In other words, until everybody's heard. Hallelujah. God's got an agenda. The agenda is souls. Come on, lift your hand and say, Lord, make me part of that agenda. Here I am, Father, ready for the end time move of God, for the glory of God. Father, we thank you for a complete move of your spirit, a saturation of your glory in the house of God. 
Oh man. Come on, just tap into this glory. The end time glory, the end time move of the saints. When that glory comes, instant healings, the church restored, provision, healings, restorations, things restored, the church made whole so that we can reach out with power and demonstration. The Lord says you will become a witness, you will be a testimony, you will be a revelation of the glorious church. Father, I bless every saint. Thank you now. Lord, as we lift our hands, here we are. Thank you, Spirit of God, that you prepare us, your church, for the harvest. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for release of the anointing of harvesters. Things that held you before, fears that held you before, in Jesus' name I set you free from the spirit of fear, from the spirit of intimidation. Come on, I sense the Holy Ghost releasing a boldness, a bold witness of the Holy Ghost. Shabro, Sechena, and each and every one, Father, of this church, part of the end time move. Let your spirit move. Come on, grab a hold of that. Shabro, Sekeda, Kasondo, Bonamaya. Here I am. Thank you, Lord. That's it. That's the anointing. That's the glory. That's the mantle of the Spirit, the mantle of the purposes of the Holy Ghost being released, set on your heart, set on your life. Shebra, Satana, and when this anointing, this glory, thank you, Lord. It's like the anointing, the glory that came on Saul and he was changed. His heart was changed. He became another man. Thank you, Lord, for a shift, a supernatural dimension shift in this house, in the saints, in the church of the living God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it. I sense a divine empowerment. Come on, you right now. A shift in the anointing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Step into that dimension. By faith, just step into that dimension. Doors open before you. Effectual doors of opportunity. Lord, I release a shift over every life. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your authority. Hallelujah. The mantle of of the kingdom on every life the mantle of this house resting on every soul in the name of jesus hallelujah 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 every divine door open every divine opportunity set before you i seal you in that anointing thank you spirit of god hallelujah 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 we trust that you were blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after Him, you shall surely find Him. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website, www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.